Hi, and welcome to the Ananda Sri Astrology Podcast. This podcast first aired as a video on YouTube, May 2nd, 2020. Hi, welcome to the Ananda Sri Astrology Full Moon Forecast for May of 2020. It's another super moon. So it's a full moon. The energy is building. How are you feeling? The moon is waxing, and on May 7th, 3.44 a.m. Pacific Time, the moon will have reached its peak brightness, the end of the Purnima Tithi, and begin to wane again. So it's another super moon. We have one last month, too. The moon's about 15% brighter than normal, and it's the last one we're going to have this year. And there's a lot of other powerful astrology happening in May. I'm going to talk about that a little bit here in this forecast, especially the triple retrograde planets. We have three planets going retrograde, basically just within a few days of each other. And speaking of retrograde planets, I decided to take a little retreat, step back a little from the city and in the countryside right now in um, Nevada County. Also, you should check out my new website. I just launched my new website, everyone. So click the link below if you'd like to check it out. I also have my Vedic Nakshatra calculator up. So if you'd like to try it out, all you have to do is sign up for my newsletter. And there's a free PDF around the meaning of the nakshatras and also a calculator that you can enter your birth information and find out what your birth star is. But anyway, <laughs> this supermoon, let's get to it is in the nakshatra or the Vedic lunar mansion. That's the Vedic lunar sign of Vishaka, Vishaka nakshatra. Vishaka is a star of purpose, of clarity, of one-pointed fo focus. One of its names is Radha, for devotion. It's also symbolized um, by a f something forked, sometimes lightning. You know, Indra, Agni are two deities that are kind of blended into one within this nakshatra. Indra being an a old god that's associated sometimes with um, storms and lightning bolts. And Agni being fire. So there's something about electric fire I always feel with Vishaka. Like a clarity, like a sudden aha moment. So there's this new wave of energy coming through that's really asking us to be present, to see what's going on, despite maybe having also to look back or get some perspective also on how things need to be improved in the past. So Vishakha Nakshatra has the power to achieve many goals, the Shakti to achieve many goals, because of its ability to stay focused and to see, to bring clarity to to uncertainty, which is something that the world has had quite a dose of. This full moon is also celebrated as Buddha Purnima. Buddha Purnima is the, said to be the birthday of Gautama Buddha, the Siddhartha. When also, this is the full moon that is said that he achieved enlightenment when he was sitting under the Bodhi tree. So it's a very important full moon for Buddhism. And when you think about it, it's appropriate this, um, the teachings of Buddhism, right? The lightning path, the, the, the clarity, the consciousness, the presence that we can bring into um, just the most 
simple things. Staying present, staying aware of our breath, our movements, the sensations in our body, something that can be of great use on this full moon. So if you have a Vipassana style of meditation practice or if you just want to try some um, conscious breathing techniques on this full moon, this would be a really good one to be doing that kind of work. Being present with what is is the first step to freedom of knowing what you can and can't do. And we have definitely been, as you know, challenged by a lot of astrological um, alignments that may feel like we don't have a lot of freedom, a lot of restriction, actually. Especially, well, with this Kalasarpa Yoga, which tends to magnify the karma of the world so we all feel an impact, something bigger than us. But there is a change with this Kalasarpa Yoga. Rahu, the head of the snake, he's the one that's sort of gobbling up all the planets, right? Rahu is going to change stars. He's going to leave Ardra, that very tumultuous nakshatra connected with Lord Shiva, the one, you know, where I spoke about in one of my previous uh, forecasts how Ardra, Rahu's transit through Ardra is what triggered big moments like the 9-11 attacks in the past. So he's leaving behind this um, nakshatra, although Ketu will continue to be placed in Mula for a few more months. Ardra, Rahu will change, and also Mars is changing signs. Um, on May 14th, he is going to be entering the nakshatra of Shatabisha, the star of 100 healers. A lot of energy here around Mars and Rahu, um, kind of a circuit of energy going on, so it may feel like there's a lot of fighting, a lot of competition, especially around getting a cure to the COVID, because it is around healing. Also, um, I'm hoping it doesn't make more tension between countries in the future through the summer as we're hitting eclipses as well. But the biggest event by far, in my opinion, that's happening this month is that we're going to have three planets go retrograde. They're all stationing retrograde only within a few days of each other. First, Saturn, who's in Capricorn, he's going to station on May 10th, pretty much, and he will be retrograde until September 28th. And then Venus follows just three days later on May 13th. And she will be retrograde until June 25th. And then Jupiter, finally, just a day later on May 14th, will station retrograde. And he will be retrograde until September 12th. I have to say it's probably not a good time to be starting anything brand new. It's a time to be reviewing. It may be a time to, for going back and doing things we need to finish, obviously. But um, if there's something that you're going to start fresh, wait until after these retrogrades begin to move backwards more. Retrogrades, especially all these stations, stop. It's basically when a planet goes retrograde, it stops moving. And so it does seem to say that there's something that could be delayed. And there is a lot of challenges in May, but retrograde planets also have their own gifts. They allow for review. They allow us to redefine what things are for us. They allow us to turn around and reconstruct something that needed to be improved. So 
there's a lot of power in May for sure. These planets get a lot stronger, especially when they station. They seem to have a, just a deeper, more intense influence on the world. Venus retrograde is one of my favorite retrograde cycles, although it can feel quite harrowing at times. She does a four, about 40-day journey where she begins her stations retrograde, and then slowly she's going to drop from the evening sky, where she's extremely bright right now. If you haven't noticed her in the evening sky lately, she's at her height of luminosity. Well, slowly she's going to get dimmer and dimmer as she drops and appears lower in the horizon every day. And then she's going to disappear and become combust. And this is a time of real transformation, especially Venus is connected to financial issues, security, and also relationships and creativity, emotional, how we emotionally connect with others too. It's also an incredible opportunity if we can see where we need to change and move with it especially as Venus is going to be rising as morning star in June, which is a time when she is much more fierce and independent with a lot of courage. So if you'd like to find out more about how this Venus, well, all the retrogrades are going to be affecting you, but especially Venus retrograde, I am going to be conducting a live web class on Zoom on May 9th. You can join and we are going to talk. It's a, there's a question and answer. We are going to talk about the retrograde plans, especially why Venus retrograde is special, and also some of the symbolism in Vedic astrology surrounding Venus, particularly some of the things that are little known. I, I went to um, India last year to Tamil Nadu, and I visited the Venus temple there, and I have some um, photos I'm going to show. There's going to be a slideshow. I'm also going to be looking at some of Venus remedies for relationship healing, for um, financial regeneration as we're working with this Venus retrograde and how to, how to really flow with it in the next um, basically 40 days starting the 13th of May. Oh, and also I'll be including horoscopes for all 12 Vedic signs. I'm offering it at a very cheap price of only $25 and um, there will be a recording included. So this supermoon in Vishika offers a real awakening of consciousness. There's something that wants to come back, some kind of return to your body, return to your, uh, your senses, <laughs> the common sense that maybe we've been feeling like we're lacking, but also a sense of clarity, of anchoring. This is a powerful full moon to be, like I said, doing meditation. And um, let's just see what the tarot cards have to say about this full moon in Vishaka Nakshatra. Okay, so the first card that came through is the star. This card is so much, I mean, it always reminds me of Venus because, well, she is morning star and evening star. But also there's something about this um, time we're in, you know, with Venus especially, 
one of the things that I'm going to talk about in my webinar is how to balance, how to be in balance with Venus, how to, how to connect with her and be at peace with Venus. And when Venus goes retrograde, she's, she's in a deep kind of transformation that can feel pretty like, intense sometimes. And this card, the Ten of Swords, Ten of Swords is really, wow. There are things that can feel really overwhelming in, these, in this time we're at. And yeah, things are just going to, some things are just we're going to have to let go of. There's a lot of pressure, too, that you could be feeling, especially financially for some of you. This um, card has a lot to do with financial stability and keeping um, connected to the earth, to what feeds us and keeps us, you know, supported. Let's take a look at this. Simplicity and ease can bring as much joy, if not more, than trying to be complicated, than trying to grow and grow more. Take it easy and let go into the natural rhythm of the cycles that are happening now. Remember self-care. Let go of what is not working anymore. And turn to something that's less demanding if you have to. The earth still supports you. Come back to the present moment. Calm the mind. There's a rebirth around the corner. So if you would like to um, read more, I write a blog. It's not always the same as what I say in my videos. Often it's not. So check that out. And if you'd like to get it into your email box, you can sign up for my newsletter. It's a free newsletter that I do out of a labor of love for all of you. So sign up if you haven't already. Um, and check out my, my new website with my calculator if you're interested in finding out what your nakshatra is, your birth star. And I offer Vedic astrology readings and tarot readings online. You can book them easily in the link below. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I will see you soon on the next new moon. Mm -hmm.